Dion, you know what I like? What do you like, Jordan? A really good story. Hmm. You know what? So do I. You do? Oops. You know what I reckon would be a really great idea? What do you reckon would be a really great idea? I really reckon we should should start a podcast about stories, man. Oh my god. Alright, let's just do it. Hi guys, and welcome to Two Tales, where we tell you two tales, and you tell us which tale was a true tale, and which tale was a telltale. Please don't do that for every episode. Hi everyone, my name is Jordan, and... I'm Dion. That's Dion. And uh, welcome to Two Tales, it's a podcast where we are basically going to tell you guys two different stories. One of them is fiction, one of them is fact, it actually happened, and... You guys have to determine which one is the real one, and we'll reveal that to you. Jordan and I go way back. Ever since preschool, we've been best friends, and we've always dreamed of uh, working together in some way. And something that always bound our friendship together was stories. We love telling each other stories, sharing stories, creating memories and stories, and we've got a lot to share, and we thought a podcast would be the perfect way. So, this is just us chilling, telling some stories, and hanging out with... Each other, <laughs> with, e- <laughs> with each other, and with you. And with you. You, oh. you, the listener. Today's theme is torture. Jordan, torture. What do you think <laughs> about torture? Uh, I think that, I mean, we're trying to, you know, make a fun podcast, and torture is definitely the opposite of what we should be talking about. I disagree. I think torture is lovely. Torture is... No, these stories are really messed up. Well, Dion, you know what? I think that if you disagree with what I'm saying, I think that's great podcast material, and I think we've got some great stuff for us to talk about. Yeah, two clashing perspectives, (laughs) just in a world together. Now, one of these stories is actually real. Like, this is a case or a police report, something like that. And the other one, I wrote it, or Jordan wrote it, or... It's a story we found on the internet that is under the same theme of, in this case, torture. Love that. A lovely theme. So basically, I've got a coin, a uh, 20 cent piece coin. That's irrelevant. It's Australian. It's real here. That's the cling of the coin. Um, Basically, Dion, we're doing a uh, heads or tails. I pick heads. Okay, well, I pick tails because this is two tails. (gasps) Wow. (laughs) All right, so I'm going to flip it now. That was a good flip. And that was Tails. So, so therefore, I get to share my... Uh, so, Jordan's going my first. My torture story. Uh, by the way, these stories are pretty morbid. Yeah. I mean, again, I don't know, Dion, what yours is about. Mm. However, torture's never a fun, child-friendly... Well, it can be. No, it's not. <laughs> All right. So, we're, we're not sure if my story's real, if your story's real. By the end of the episode, we'll figure it out. Uh... You guys, if you're listening along, you guys can, you know, listen to the story and determine what you think is the truth. You're all my right. truth. So, am I good? I'm just going to get cracking, all right? Basically, this is set in uh, Riverside, California. She'd been physically tortured, chained and deprived of sleep. And she'd been psychologically tortured too. Apple pies and unopened toys left out in the open that she and her 12 brothers and sisters were forbidden to touch. <laughs> this, <laughs> sounds, <laughs> this sounds like a fan fiction. I was, I, 
I'm literally three sentences in, and you're laughing already. But I, but after many long years of abuse, a stunted teenage girl, yeah, how bad do you feel now? <laughs> I feel so bad. Who had grown up in a household of unimaginable horrors made her escape. She took one of her siblings with her and made a dash for freedom. It was a plan she'd prepared for on the sly for two years, and it almost fell apart as the siblings who followed behind her got too scared and went back. After the teenager successfully alerted the authorities to her family's dark secret, her parents were charged with dozens of counts of torture and abuse. The Riverside County District Attorney, Mike Herstrin, revealed the gruesome details in what he said was one of the horrific, one of the most horrific cases of human depravity of his career. The teenager grew up cowering in fear, doing exactly what her parents ordered and nothing more, which made her escape all the more remarkable. Dialing 911 on a cell phone she had grabbed from the house, she told the authorities what her parents had done to her and her brothers and sisters. This is, this is like, just skimming the surface of it. How they beat them, forced them to urinate in their beds, and allowed them to bathe only once a year. David A. Turpin, 56, and his wife, Louise A. Turpin, 49, pleaded not guilty in court to all charges, including 12 Wait, 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 wait. Not guilty. Yeah, I don't know. I, that's they pleaded the not guilty. Yeah, I don't understand. It should be guilty. Um, it should be. I, I, yeah. <laughs> it says not guilty. I'm shocked. Um, to all counts, including 12 counts of torture, 7 counts of abuse of a dependent adult, 6 counts of child abuse, and 12 counts of false imprisonment. Mr. Turpin is also charged with one count of a lewd act against a child. What is a lewd act? I think it's like sexually... That, yeah, their, both their bails were set at a uh, twelve million dollars each. So they must have been uh, found guilty because I mean, you don't have twelve million dollar bail for someone that's not convicted, no. right? Surely, I don't know how. Well, it works. I'm not. A, I'm not, I'm a, not a, a criminologist. Yeah, I, <laughs> I know nothing about <laughs> yeah. law. Um, I live life on the. I'm. I'm lawless. Mr. Hestron said that many of the children appear to have cognitive deficiencies and show evidence of nerve damage from extreme and prolonged physical abuse. None of the siblings, aged ages 2 to 29, and there's like 13 of the, these siblings, have seen a doctor in four years and they've never been to a dentist. Forced to stay up all night and sleep during the day, they were given only a tiny amount of food on a strict schedule, Mr. Hestron said. A 29-year-old daughter weighed just 82 pounds. 82 pounds, which is 37 kilograms. 37 kilograms what? and she was... Uh, she the last was time I weighed... The last <laughs> time I weighed 37 kilograms... I was born, I was born that from <laughs> the womb. And a 12-year-old sibling was the size of a 7-year-old. The 2-year-old child did not appear to be abused, um, Mr. Hestron said. They lacked the basic knowledge of life, Mr. Hestron said. Mr. Hestron also recounted... Mr. Hestron's the, you know, the, the chief police guy looking into it. Oh, okay. I said that earlier. Sounds fake. <laughs> also recounted how the children were allowed to bathe only once a year. If they washed their arms above their wrists, they were accused of quote, playing in water, and chained to their beds as punishment. The victims often were not released from their chains to go to the bathroom, he said. Before being caught, neither law enforcement nor child protective services had any contact with the Turpin family. The couple hid the abuse in part by registering their residence as a private school, which prevented government officials from ever coming into contact with the children, the authorities said. But it had been going on for years. Before coming to California, the family lived in Fort Worth, Texas where Mr. Hestron said the parents used rope and hogtied the children. When one escaped, they began using chains and padlocks, he said. The most intensive abuse, he said, appeared to be targeting the oldest children, who were also fed very little on a strict schedule. Mr. Turpin appeared to be employed, and he... What are you laughing at? Mr. Turpin. Turpin. I keep, they I, sound like vegetables. I keep thinking turnip, Mr. Turpin. 
Mr. Turpin appeared to be employed and earning a regular income. The police found several toys scattered through the four-bedroom home, but they were all unopened. The only thing the children were permitted to do was to write in journals, which the authorities found hundreds of them in the home. Hundreds. Hundreds of journals, which, I mean, if that's the only thing you can do, and you're 29, you've been captured for 29 years, wait... They could shower once a yeah. year, but were allowed to have hundreds of journals. Yeah, I'm not sure. So that's that's the that's my story, man, about torture. I don't know if it's really. Oh. I, I guess that is torture. That was um, quite detailed. It's quite horrifying. That puts me off private school. <laughs> Probably wasn't the best idea to start our podcast on torture. such a yeah. This is morbid to a horrific topic. Can you imagine? Yeah. I. I literally had a conversation with my mum today where I went to shower like for a second time after I'd showered in the morning and she was like, why are you showering? And I said, I just love showering. It's my favorite thing to do. Can you imagine yeah, not washing really gets for a year? And cool. also, and then they, they weren't allowed to leave their beds. They just peed in their bed. You know, I peed my bed until I was like 13. Yeah, okay. But they were doing it until they were 29 because they, they had no yeah, choice to. I know. Yeah. And apparently they like, they didn't know what a police officer was and like they didn't know basic stuff about like the outside world because they were so crazy can you imagine you were 29 so thanks for that tale jordan that was one of two tales yeah (laughs) 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 if you hate us (laughs) if you hate us please let us know in the comments we're starting really poorly (laughs) is it my turn yet it is your turn (sighs) okay shortly after midnight on halloween 2012 (laughs) Your tone just changed like that. <laughs> just, I can be serious he too. Turned so quickly. All right. Yeah, I'm listening. Sorry. <clears throat> Sorry. Shortly after midnight on Halloween 2012, 9/11 receives a telephone call from a distraught woman asking them to rush her to her flat in L. It's 911, not 911. 9/11. <laughs> <laughs> 911 receives a telephone call from a distraught boy asking them to rush to his flat in LA. Please, the boy starts, choking on his words. My brother has drowned himself in the bathtub. As the ambulance race towards the crime scene, they immediately think that this is a childish Halloween prank. But within minutes of their arrival, they soon realise that the scene in front of them was anything but that. It was much scarier. In the bathroom lay the lifeless body of 17-year-old Joseph Hart. His younger brother, Kenny, the boy on the phone who had called. Wait, so the brother, the, the older brother, the 17-year-old drowned himself? Yeah, the, the older brother. Yeah, the 17-year-old. I thought himself. it was going to be like a little kid that like fell in the tub and drowned. No, the 17-year-old drowned oh, himself. Okay. His younger brother, Kenny, which it, it doesn't say his age, uh, who was the boy on the phone call, mm. and their youngest sister, Erica kept insisting that the teenager had drowned. But even after just looking at his body, showed the police that Joe had been morbidly beaten up before he died. His body, pathologists later found, had 130 separate injuries. Two of his teeth were missing, and he was covered in lacerations. 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 It's not lacerations. Lacerations? Lacerations, yeah. The bathroom floor and the adjoining sitting room were smeared with blood. What the paramedics had actually stumbled upon was a torture chamber where a teenager was brutally murdered because his parents believed he was a witch. One officer said, I've seen a lot of things and like to think I'm hardened to most situations, but what happened in that flat shocked me to the core. 
What those two did to that kid was horrific. Joe and his siblings had come to spend the week with their parents, as they usually lived with their grandparents in Ohio. The first few days passed without incident. Their parents, who will remain unnamed, were in the middle of refurbishing their flat, but on the third day, an argument began between Joe and his parents. Erica told cops that Joseph had wet himself and tried to hide his underwear in the bathroom. When his parents discovered what had happened, they began to accuse him of being a witch. That is what started everything, said Erica, whimpering. Soon, Erica and Kenny were also accused of being witches. What followed over the next three days was a horrendous attempt by their parents to force the devil out of the three siblings. Um, I'm just... So, this was, like... The Salem witch trials happened a couple hundred years ago in, like, the 1700s, right? Is this then? No, this is 2000 and... What did I say? This is 2012. Oh, okay. I just wanted to clarify because... Yeah. Oh, well, it wouldn't be then anyway because they called 911, so... 911? <laughs> yeah, they can't call it back then. But, um, okay, that's interesting. what's your emergency? Yeah, I got witches. <laughs> my, my kids I be witches. Got witches. The rituals began with non-stop praying and fasting, but soon descended into awful violence as an array of weapons were used on the three hapless victims. Do you mean fasting as in the parents fasted or the kids fasted? As in they starved, they starved the, the children. Kids. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Kenny, scarred after the event, told reporters that they used hammers on their feet, hands and ribs. It was so painful <laughs> that him and his sibling started to believe that they deserved it. That's pretty... It's- actually crazy That's pretty horrible that yeah. parents would do that i don't know what, uh, i mean surely there was something not right with the parents though to think that about their kids and if they if they gave birth to the kids doesn't that mean that they were witches themselves they gave birth to witches well can you become a witch i don't know anyway they weren't witches the parents know. were just crazy is that why they were living with their grandparents touche what do you not Know what touche means? What does touche mean? No, I don't know what touche. Does that mean like you're right? I, I think I don't know what it means. Then why? Okay, can I finish my story? Finish the story. <laughs> it was suggested that Joe's parents may have killed him because a possession had happened in the same apartment, and they were paranoid. That's crazy. It doesn't say when that possession was. Uh, a number of neighbors had okay. complained that they could hear endless chanting and singing. But when they tried to knock on the door, they were either ignored or told that the family was praying. Jesus. Can you can you imagine how creepy that would be to hear of, of your mates next door? Yeah, just like chanting spells. Chant, like. Chanting, yeah. Have you ever seen the Da Vinci Code? No. And there's that scene no. where they're doing a pagan ritual? No. That's what that would be like. Had the police been called earlier, the outcome may have been very different. Instead, the two parents walked into the sitting room and ordered everyone to shower. Joe and the two younger siblings were pushed into the bath and hosed down. Joseph's battered body couldn't take any more. He slumped to the bottom of the bath and, unable to lift himself any further, drowned. It was only then, when he stopped moving, that the violence against his two siblings finally came to an end. Is that the end of the story? Yeah. That's horrible. That's a horrible story. And yeah. I'm not sure why we decided to do this I know, as I'm our like, first episode. I'm like really sad. I'm now. feeling really 
just deflated. Yeah, that saddens me. Um, Those poor kids. All both of our stories have a lot of similarities. Yeah, like, both messed up parents. Um, both just like poor, helpless um, kids. Kids, like kids, like seriously. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Both both parents used um like fasting and violence and violence. It's crazy that there are families in America and everywhere. I don't think world. it's just America. I think yeah, but I mean, you don't really hear that stuff in Australia. No, nah, you don't. You don't really hear that stuff. But like every once in a while, you hear about uh, like a crazy mum or dad or something. Well, you know what I want to know? Why did the those grandparents let these kids go back to their parents' house if? Why were they living with the grandparents in the first place? That's what I don't understand. So, um, that's the, uh, that's both our stories. Both our lovely, not horrible or horrific stories. Quite upsetting. (laughs) I'm hurt. I'm hurt and I am feeling deflated. And when I go to sleep later tonight, I will struggle. (laughs) But yeah, I think, I think we need to reveal which was the truth. Yours was? Mine actually happened. Mine was a fact. It happened uh, in January of this year. This year? This year. Um, wow. Yeah, and I, I've got the picture. January 18th, 2018, as reported by the New York Times, and I've got the picture of the two parents. I don't know if I can show you that, if I can twist my... Oh, my. Oh, <laughs> they... Just, they just look horrible and dirty. They look like... They look like what the story sounds like. Oh, my God. That's awful. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, yours was... Uh, fiction. Thank yes, God. it was. Thankfully. Mine was pretty loosely based off of a report from 2010 over Christmas. Um, so it wasn't entirely right. fiction. That's horrible. I think that we should try for our next episode. We should try to do something a bit lighter. Yeah. So this was our pilot. This was our pilot. This is our first. We're just figuring it out we, uh, with our microphones and with our running sheets and researching the stories and editing and putting all the websites together and all of that yeah so we'd really appreciate your feedback yeah what do you like about us if anything what can we improve on um how can we make this more interesting or entertaining for you the listener yeah we'd, we'd love to uh you know if you've written short stories we'd love to hear your stories and and you know share them with everyone else and react to them and all of that and if there's sort of themes you want us to explore or discuss we'd love to do that as well thank you guys so much for listening um please subscribe like share with your friends we have a lot planned for the future yeah and uh feel free to leave reviews on itunes and uh you know give us ratings um it would really help us uh especially you know it's a new podcast and there's a lot of great podcasts out there so it'd be great to get our name out and your support would be amazing um yeah like the said, we have a lot planned for the future we really think this could be something really fun to do not just for the two of us as good friends but with you guys as well and to uh discover you know short story writers and and discover real events that have happened as well thanks for listening to us be awkward for 30 minutes or whatever yeah. this was yeah and we hope to do more of that awkward for the next- <laughs> do more of that in the future yeah So, uh, yeah, thank you very much, and we'll see you next time. Well, hear you. No, you'll hear us next time. (laughs) Thanks for watching, and see you next time. Not for watching. Thanks for listening. (laughs) Thanks for listening, and see you next time. Bye.